Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I am so apologetic and sorry for the late start. I appreciate your patience. Holy moly, it is not a great feeling when, okay, on a day like today, I have uh, a full slate of things to do, including guests and, uh, you know, without getting too much into the minutia of what it takes to put on the show, there's various clicks and chirps and things I do that have to be in order and uh, has been a remarkable learning curve and various bits of embarrassment that have happened live on this show that I still don't yet have mastered. It's not like a rote. It's not like very routine. It's still like, ah, well, I think I click this and I think I click that. But, you know, you can't ever improve until you have those teachable moments. That's what you tell kids. That's a teachable moment. So, you know, it was a little weird because uh, I have had this uh, bit of success with bringing guests in and things like that. Uh, you, know, you click on a button, boom, there they are. Well, for some reason, I was setting it up today and it's like, uh, you know, doing a little test and nothing. And I'm like, well, well what, what's going on here? I... So that's a bad feeling when you're using all of your time to actually, uh, that you would normally use to write the show, what you're going to talk about, how, what you're going to focus, kind of wrapping your mind. Because honestly, uh, pulling back the curtain, when I set these things up, okay, I'm going to talk this topic, this topic, and this topic. I'm thinking about it the whole time. Like maybe there's a joke here. Uh, this might be interesting, stuff like that. I don't have any time to do that. So when that happens, uh, you know, shows like today, when I start to introduce it to you, it's a surprise to me too. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm talking about this, even though I planned it because I haven't had that moment where I've like really kind of, okay, this is probably how it's going to go looking into my brain crystal ball of, of the podcast. All right. Does that make sense? But when I don't have those moments where I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about the, uh, the time capsule in the base of the Robert E. Lee statue. When I haven't had that moment to really, in my brain, reconcile it, then I'm like lost. That happened today because I could not figure out particular things about my guests. And uh, so what I did was uh, at some point I punted. I said, first I was going to cancel all my guests today. I said, no, uh, I'm still going to bring them in. I'm just going to bring them in via voice. So, uh, the multi-talented, uh, John Agar, I like to call him John, but it's Johnny, you know, John, John's an adult now. So I kind of refuse to call him Johnny. 
And John's a, a, a grown ass man. Anyway, Johnny Agar and his uh, multi talented mother, Becky, will be joining me on the show. They have a lot going on in their lives. And this isn't just to talk about the cluster F of the contractor who screwed the Agar family. This guy, this, this, remember this contractor, this is a guy that uh, the Agar said, okay, yeah, we, uh, what we're looking to do is uh, renovate um, the basement of our home to be like a actual dwelling place for, for Johnny, who of course, as you know, has cerebral palsy and has, uh, uh, you know, kind of, um, not let that slow him down in any way. So he needs a lot of uh, workspace and things like that. And he actually said, he goes, I want the basement to have particular flooring, um, uh, not this rough, rough uh, subfloor, because I actually get around in my home by crawling. Um, that's, he can actually, as opposed to bumping around things on the chair, if he wants to get from, one side of the room to the other he'll get down there and army crawl he can actually move and then get up on the couch and grab the remote and watch tv or whatever the hell he wants his own space thank you to mo drum 3r that's a nice compliment i appreciate you thank you for being here trying my best and i'm fortunate to have all these great audience members like patriot nick and dean and the duchess of new jersey to help me along and you So there was that. Also, that isn't the only reason to call. Bring, I mean, I would love to just bring Johnny and his mother, Becky, on just to attack the uh, contractor who screwed the family. We will address that. But there's a lot more to talk about going on. And I'm going to save that for when we speak to them in 41 minutes. And it's just going to be their voices, unfortunately. I would love to see them on here, but something... This is a finicky setup here, and I'm, I'm not great at it when it comes to doing things on Twitch. I'm like, uh, I think this is right. You got to understand a, a brain the age of mine. I am fish out of water. This is not the game for an idiot like me. Not only am I subpar in intellect, but I'm, you know, my brain is ridiculously, it's, yeah, 51 isn't that old, but it's like I'm 81. And, this is a young man's game, so everything takes me much longer. So I can't really troubleshoot that well. I stink at it. So I'm like, oh, my God. Three minutes before the show starts, I have nothing written down. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Okay, this is, this, is the, uh, this is how my brain works. I'm like, all right, this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me right now. There is nothing worse that could possibly happen. All I can do right now is reach out to the Agars and tell them everything's canceled. Reach out to Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Tell them everything's canceled. Uh, have a temper tantrum. Scream. Uh, yell at Diana. Yell at her brother. Uh, destroy my equipment and never podcast again. Those are the only reasonable options that I have. And I'm like, okay, now. It's time to put on your big boy pants. Okay? Shut up. First of all, shut up. I'm talking to my brain. My brain is like, yeah, you got to go crazy. This is what you got to do. You got to go nuts, freak out, and yell at everybody. And then my normal thought, my rational thought, or try to be my rational dominant thought is, no, 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 no. Shut up. Rule number one. 
shut up. It's a first step in this journey, if you will. Shut up. Step number two, just punt on the video. Reach out to the Agars. Reach out to Kyle. No big deal. People, it's not the end of the world. They're still going to hear the uh, great message that these people have to say. Well, a great message for the Agars. Kyle will probably just uh, ramble on. I love Kyle. Seriously. Um, not the kid diddler, Kyle. I'm talking about Kyle from Dumpster Divers. And then, you know, you already know what you're going to talk about, idiot. It does, it's only going to take you a few minutes to write these. Just tell these people you'd be a handful of minutes later. You'd be fine. So what we have there is the brain of mine that is medicated because I take a, a great medicine. It's not a, it's not a super ridiculous uh, uh, medicine that overpowers the brain. But it's called citalopram, non-addictive um, serotonin reuptake inhibitor. I've talked about this before, but on a molecular level, in your brain, your body has this feel-good chemical called serotonin, which makes things nice. Okay, and a brain like mine, there's like a little—it's not quite balanced the way it needs to be. So I have these gigantic mood swings. It's horrible. Still have them. But the medicine, when your brain wants to take the, uh, let's say your uh, your brain takes a big a tablespoon of serotonin and says, all right, here comes a tablespoon to make you feel good. And you only use half a tablespoon. The brain then reabsorbs the other half tablespoon and recycles it and doesn't use it right away. With this medicine, it prevents that. So I'm constantly getting tablespoon after tablespoon. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is what this asshole needs. Thank God this is here because he's a dick. So I feel, I'm like, ah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, update on my daughter, Madison. Some of you folks on Patreon, I had her in here yesterday. <laughs> she walked in. She could barely talk. She's like, oh, oh. And she had fallen down the steps. And it wasn't like she just missed a step. I mean, she like, like the kind that you hear, you know, somebody's laying at the bottom of the steps with a broken neck. She did not break her uh, neck, um, but, and she's fine. But she was at her friend's house and this happened. She woke up in the middle of the night to go, to go potty. And then she fell down the steps. She goes, dad, I, I think my, I'm, I'm badly here. She can't even breathe. But I'm, you know, she's sitting here. She actually did a segment with me last yesterday on the Patreon. She went to the doctors. She's fine. No broken ribs. Thank God. But people were worried about her, so I wanted to update you, you know? Today is the day for the great food giveaway. Oh, my gosh. And one of the uh, key members of support on this is um, the world-famous Mike Ball from MB Distributing. What's up? Hello, young man. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Never better. Today's the day. Today is the day. Year two of the great food giveaway. Do you have boxes? Do you have little Debbie boxes to put the food into? 
We have plenty of back. Oh, my God. You know, you're like a key instrument of awesomeness on this show because, again, I'm just, I'm always the, I'm always late to the table. Everybody has to convince me to do stuff. Uh, it's, it's embarrassing to admit that when this was brought up to me, I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I have the energy. I actually said that. Is that not horrible to even? Uh, you have many downfalls. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, but yeah. I don't want to kick you down while you're having a crap day to start so no no it's not that bad i mean i had a like like i said i had a couple of issues but it's not the end of the world you know that's that that's that's how that's the theme for today you know i'm trying to uh what's that uh uh everyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant but he's got high hopes you ever heard that one uh no come on all right well uh what's your plan today because i've got a trailer full of food in my driveway uh, do a little work, you know, business never stops. And then we're going to go pick up that trailer, get us some hams and, uh, head to Irvine's. Okay. We're going to start staging roughly two o'clock. Is that, is that a, uh, oh, is that like an okay time? Yep. That works. I'll get there before that, but yep. Everybody wants to get there at two. We can start boxing them up and stacking them up on the sidewalk. Probably like we did last time and getting people in a, in a row, give them away. Yeah. Okay. So it, it usually works pretty smooth because we usually have enough hands. We did last year, at least. I'm sure we will this year to actually, you know, we, we got to take a little bit of corn. You got to take uh, the gravy, the potatoes, the rolls, the pies, the hams, put them all into one box. And that's, that's a boxed uh, thing that's going to be put in somebody's car. So that's great. And uh, yeah, we're going to have pet food to give away. You're going to be there. My God. Uh, hey, have you been training at all since, uh, since the Grand Rapids half marathon? I, I have been doing some stuff. You sound I've like been eating really good too. Yeah, you so make it, you I, make yeah. <laughs> you make it sound. I have been doing some stuff. That sounds like you're almost sheepishly saying you you're you're not really. You just kind of been laying low. I do something every day, but not very intensely and not very focused. Well, that's no, back. that's normal though. That's off season stuff, right? Yes. Okay. So you've got a, another full year of traveling across the country and doing Ironmans, right? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I might actually do Mai Tai this year. So I, I might stay more local for a full, but I'll, I'll go to Chattanooga for the half and uh, maybe run a couple marathons next year. We'll see. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen stocking shelves of Little Debbie products inside of a store or a convenience location where something just odd happened that you couldn't wait to tell someone? <sighs> Right before COVID hit, uh, I used to go out on Sunday nights and write orders to kind of be ready for Monday morning. And it was about 1130 at night and I pulled into your Jenison Meyer there and I was walking towards the back just to check to see what we had left in the back room yet. And I saw a flash go by me and I was like, what the hell is that? And I heard somebody yelling and I look in about a 20, early 20s. A uh, girl strung out on something was riding a bike at about 15 to 20 miles an hour through the store. And she would zoom down an aisle and a couple of the workers were chasing after her. And then she would come flying through the liquor department and then she'd come <laughs> flying down the middle of the store. And they finally stopped her and she just kind of ditched the bike in an aisle. And her mom is there shopping with her. So as I'm kind of standing there, she's talking to her mom like, what the fuck? Why can't we... Uh, 
you know, they don't let you try out a bike before you buy it. You know, oh. what kind of fucking place is this? I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. You know, oh. and mom was strung out on something too. So it was just, you know, it was grocery night for oh. them and, you know, just let's go get a couple miles in on the bike while we're zipping through aisles by hitting people. That's fantastic. Oh my God. Was uh, uh, Josh there, the guy who uh, came up, uh, helped us get all this food together. Was he involved in this? Uh, because I mean, seriously, who wouldn't want to just smash into her and knock her off the bike? Oh, I, I still wanted to see somebody hit her with a card or something and just, you know, a muppety flippity flying <laughs> into an end cap or something. And oh. um, Okay, let me ask you this. You're however old you are. You're in your 40s. I know that. It doesn't matter. At some point, you're like, all right, I think I am going to be this for the rest of my life. How did you come to that uh, decision of delivering little Debbie to make a career out of this? Um, I used to, I used to work for Coca-Cola right out of high school and then I got a job at Frito-Lay. And so I've kind of known this business my whole life and, uh, little Debbie were independent. So I worked for myself. So got into that. I kind of knew a guy that, that, uh, was like a distributor or a district manager for them. We had been friends for years. So an open opportunity came and I jumped on it and, and then they've kind of let us, become bigger and have multiple routes under us. So I've kind of gone that direction. And yeah, so most days, most days it's a good gig, but you know, it has, it's, it has well, its yeah. days like everything else. Are you hiring right now? Mike ball? Not this morning. Well, you never know. Things happen fast. What? Okay. People uh, come and go. You never know. All right. So I will, uh, you know what? You let me know when you ever need help and I will help you get, I will help you get the word out. Okay. I appreciate that. And at some point, I'll be advertising on your podcast once our uh, supply chain issues uh, yeah, supply chain out here at some su- point. Supply so. chain, COVID, if it's not one thing, it's another. You know, we've, we've got nothing but time. I'm not going anywhere. That's good. I All thought right. this morning this was going to be the last day. I thought you were just going to pack it up and no, smash no. your shit and call it a career. Never. I am, I'm in an exceptional mood despite these little tech issues. I'm, I'm just doing awesome. I'm so happy. But, What'd you do? Hit 125 on your bench press yesterday? Or something? I, hey, I benched 145 earlier in the week. Thank you very much. Wow, that's that's impressive. Uh-huh. For a 13 year old boy. Five, <laughs> five times, Mike Ball. Five times. Woo. Well on my way to 200 by the summer. You watch. You'll be 200 pounds by summer. I believe it. I've seen oh, no. no, no, I, no. I, I mean, get there. I mean, bench press 200 pounds, not way 200 oh, pounds. It ain't going to happen. Okay. It ain't going to happen. What is your all-time favorite Little Debbie snack? Is it the strawberry shortcake? No. I I grew up on the Swiss roll. Okay, that's but the classic. peanut butter crunch bar is is solid. It's it's kind of like one of those, you know, you know, not a very popular one, but amazing. Have you ever been driving down the road? You tried something, some of the product that you distribute, and it was so terrible, you spit it out the car window. I have not done that. Okay. I have not done that. That'd be bad for the brand, you know? Yeah, I know. it. Can you imagine? Jesus. All right. Well, uh, when you get here, by the way, one of the tires is low on that thing. Oh, now you tell me that? On that trailer. It's not, it's not complete. It's not completely low, but it looks to be a little, a little flatty, a little. Okay. Okay. We can get some air put in that. All right. I'll see not you. I'll see you a little later. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Get out of your dumb podcast. Yeah, yeah you, you know it. I'm going to get stupid. All right. Thank you. That's right, it. Mike Ball, uh, known for uh, uh, 
kicking my ass in that amazing Grand Rapids half marathon. That was so terrible. You know, normally when you, uh, if you do something like that and then you're like, oh, I'm never doing this again. I am never doing this again. And then a few days pass and you're like, I think, I think I'm going to do that again. I, we, we haven't had that moment. I haven't had that moment yet. Candyman Mike says, have Jackie change the tire. Oh, God. All right. So there you go. Great food giveaway two today. Um, really looking forward to that. We're going to have so much fun at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, giving food away, Santa Pellerito, uh, a human megaphone, Sarah Rukrak Roosh, screaming at people on 44th Street to make a turn and go get the food. Uh, we'll feed 100 hungry families with a Christmas meal. Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance will be there distributing pet food for uh, the same folks if they have a pet. Just one less thing for them to worry about or pay for for a period of time. So awesome. I did hear from Jacob Bennett, who is in the process of uh, establishing contact with our latest recipient of the Great Flooring Giveaway. And um, I think that person is in attendance right now. Uh, right now of the Great Flooring Giveaway. But... Um, Jacob wrote this to me. Um, do I have it? Do I have it? Of course not. Let's see if I can remember it off the top of my head. Oh, no. Here it is. Um, let's keep this going. This has been the best thing. We'll do an Easter giveaway next. Whenever you want to start talking about it, let me save up. Uh, there you go. And then he's, he, he, I think he might've done voice to text because there's something that's, it says, uh, it's all kind of one, it's all jumbled together, but he loves doing this. He loves the people. He's got the spirit now. So we're going to ride this for as long as possible. So the great flooring giveaway will continue. If you ever you know, are like, man, this sounds fantastic. Uh, by all means, uh, reach out to me with um, self-nomination. That's totally fine. Why? Now, that's that's tough to do. You have to basically admit to me and write to me that, hey, this would really help us. Our family is struggling right now. Uh, you have to put that into words and write that out. Or you can nominate somebody very, very special. Um, we've gotten uh, dozens of entries, literally dozens of entries. And this will be the third one that we do. So um, everyone who has entered before, I will, I will keep those on file. And I honestly, I have to read them. And this is like the hardest job. I have to discern, okay, this person needs it. This one needs it more than the other ones. And I hate that I have to do that. Um, so, but I, I try to get out in front of that and be transparent with you. But that, that is actually the process. I am, I am saying this is more of a thing than the others. And it sounds weird, but that's exactly what we do. Uh, but don't be shy about it. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll keep uh, mentioning that from time to time. If you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to do this by all means. And uh, I'll keep you anonymous. Some folks, uh, like the first one we did, the uh, uh, family was like, well, you know, I want to shout it from the mountain. I don't care who knows about this. This has been absolutely fantastic. So that's totally up to uh, the recipient. Okay, um, 
Last night, Grand Rapids Griffins hockey game. All right. We have a Christmas theme, and I, Jesus, I went all out, of course, because I've got a green button-down shirt, my dress shirt, my black vest over it, a silver tie, and a red sport jacket, black pants. That is festive to the max. Uh, as usual, um, well, this is weird. Now, someone pulls, hey, here's the picture. Look at him. And then, you know, uh, it's always the same thing. Let's look at, let's say he looks shitty and make fun of him. Sarah Rukruk Roosh. She wrote, look at that old school dumb knot or something like that. Referring to my tie. Hey, uh, Allendale skank. That's called a double Windsor knot. If your husband was a man, you'd see that more often because he'd know how to tie that. Have you not heard of a double Windsor? Do you even have a tie in your household for the two men that live at your dump? What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, let's make fun of his fucking tie. Jesus. I'll see you later on about that one. She's making fun of the knot that I tied. Lisa just outed herself on the great flooring giveaway. She says, this recipient of the flooring giveaway is so blown away and blessed. Thank you so much. Tarantula Farmer's been asking it now for two, three days. Oh, it wasn't a clip-on. You know, I'm not really in the mood to mute any of you a-holes right now, but if, if it gets too out of hand, I'll consider it. During the game, the Griffins are, uh, it's a, it's a low-scoring affair. The Milwaukee goalie has made some ridiculous saves. And the Griffins goalie, Calvin Pickard, he's only faced like 11 shots uh, late in the second period, 12 shots. So the defense is just spectacular. Griffins managed to get a one nothing lead. About six minutes in the game, I think there was a uh, there was a penalty against the Griffins, and uh, uh, Milwaukee gets a power play uh, power play goal, and I'm like, oh man! And so wh- whoever's in the box is pissed off. You know, Tim Mayer, the uh, referee in charge, he is of course uh, the owner operator of Shoreliner Striping. He's the ref for tonight. There's two refs, and. Uh, just before the set, the third period gets started, he skates over to my booth and out of his ref pants, he pulls out an envelope and it says Zayner on it. Of course, that's my hockey nickname, Zayner. And uh, I open it up and it's a, gr- a Christmas card from him and all the people that work with him and for him at Shoreliner Striping. Thanks for all you do, Zayner. We love you. You're awesome. And then he gave me like a Christmas bonus. Now he's, he's an advertiser on the show. I give him, it's, that's the deal. He gives me consideration, financial consideration. I talk about him on the podcast. He sponsors the inbox. All emails into the show come to me via the Shoreliner Striping inbox. That's it. And, you know, he gives me, on top of what he already pays me, a $200 check. And I'm like, what the hell? You did not have to do this. You are like the nicest person on the planet. Oh, my God. So then I've got this really good vibe for him. Now, everybody in the arena already hates him because he's calling a tight game. 
And, um, you know, he's one of the best in the business. Hell, when the Olympics were played in Seoul, Korea, they called upon Tim Mayer to ref the games. He, he refed the gold medal uh, game. So at this upcoming Winter Olympics, I wouldn't be surprised if he has to go over there. I don't know if he will, though, because the U.S., I don't even think. I know that the hockey team is not playing in the Olympics this year. The Olympics are all fucked. First of all, I think it's in, like, Beijing. Isn't it Be- Beijing? And everybody hates the Chinese. They're crazy. So, and COVID is, I mean, why? I can't even believe that they're even going to have it. Late in the game, it's one-to-one. We end up going to overtime. In overtime, Milwaukee gets a breakaway. And um, oh, I forgot the guy's name. Ryan something. Ryan Brady for the Griffins. He's defending, and he gets called for a hook. And it was, it wasn't, everybody in the arena is freaking out because they didn't think it was a hook. And you have a chorus of boos. And this dude for the Griffins, he's screaming at Tim Mayer. And he gets in the box, and then he sits down, and then he gets up, and then he opens the door to the box. Now, this is, this is trouble. You can get yourself in trouble. And he's screaming the length of the ice as they're getting ready to drop the puck. And he skates back over and he tells him to shut the fuck up. And said, he goes, shut the fuck up and sit down. Oh, I just spit huge. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Dude sits down. Now, if Milwaukee scores in overtime, as a result of this penalty, this power play that they're on, this dude next to me is going to, he, it's, he's going to erupt. Sure as shit. <laughs> Milwaukee scores. This guy flips open the door to the box, comes sprinting out. And yeah, the two linesmen knew this was coming. They're like, okay. They, they had a protocol. They're like, okay. Mayor and the lineys are like, and the other refs sitting there. Refs like, uh, the, the, the other refs like, I'm not getting involved in this one. Mayor's like, okay, if he, if they score, get at, watch my back. They score. Game is over. Griffins lose two to one. Uh, it's Ryan Murphy, I think is his name, not Ryan Brady. He comes flying out, and sure enough, he's skating a million miles an hour over to Mayor. He's gonna kill him. <laughs> the refs stop him, and they say, "Go to your, go to the bench." Lashoff, the captain, is supposed to come out and say, "Come on, let's go. The game is over." But I think he took a puck in the ankle when he was on defense or something like that. So he's not like coming out to get his player and dude is trying to circumvent their linesman skater and they're like heading him off at the pass. You hear all these swear words. Oh my God. And mayor's just standing there waiting and they end up getting him off the ice. But I swear to God, I thought he was going to kill him. Now, if he continued on, we're talking major fine, long-term suspension, I mean, this, this is uh, after the whistle abuse of an official. This is a big one. And so then they get him off the ice finally. Mayor turns around. He speaks into the hole in the glass. He goes, uh, give him uh, a game, game misconduct. God, give him a game misconduct. That's rule 35CB in the book. Game misconduct for official abuse. Don't announce it, eh? Okay, see you later. You guys have a good Christmas, okay? Yeah, see you, Timmy. Okay, God bless you, Zayner. Okay, bye, eh? And then that's it. He skates off into the night. 
I text him. I go, you're so great. Thank you so much for that kind gesture. And then I wrote, by the way, I went back and watched that, uh, that play. That was a great call on your part. Now I just wrote that to make him feel better. It was a horrible call. It was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. In fact, I should probably get him on right now. I told him that. And then he wrote back, oh, thanks, Zader. Thanks, A. Uh, yeah, I watched it several times afterwards, A. It was beauty call. There's no problem there. I can't believe anybody was upset. I'm sleeping in, A. I got a game in Iowa, A. He's not even Canadian. Come on. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Hi, you've reached Shoreliner Striping. Sorry, we're unable to take your call right now. Did I hear birds chirping when that started? All right. Maybe later. Yeah, I'm gonna give McCain misconduct for official abuse, eh? We have an issue in the Eric. We had an issue in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. Um, I talked about it on the Patreon a little bit after the podcast yesterday, the free one. I uh, said to Bruce and uh, O'Neill, and I go, "All right, let's go outside. Come on, it's time to go outside." And so, same every day, same every day. And then that's it because they've been here for a little while. They need to go. They need, need to go to the bathroom. Bruce wanders into this room where uh, it's, it's Madison's old bed, or I'm sorry, Jackie's old bedroom. It's turned into gift wrapping central. Bruce walks in there now and sniffs the ground. And I go, come on, let's go. And then he squats. Sometimes he puts his leg up. Sometimes he squats like a female dog and he pees. And I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? No. And probably, you know, and it wasn't, he didn't completely go like empty his bladder, but it was enough. And I don't know what happened there, but immediately that room was filled with the worst odor ever. And I'm like, well, wait a minute here. Did it smell that bad in here from another animal and that's why he peed? Or does the pee that just left his body smell that bad? I mean, it was it was disturbingly strong. I actually got on my hands and knees. And this is what you do when you're a pet owner. When you're a pet owner and a, and a parent, these are the things you need to do. Because if the quicker you find out that there's a problem the quicker you can alleviate the issue. When a child craps his pants, some parents will actually like uh, lift up the pants and peek in there, but you, that's, an, that's an issue because the turd could be, hidden, could be hidden, okay? The first line of defense is hold the kid's ass up to your face and suck in a lot of air. <laughs> Just sniff it. That's what you do. That's what good parents do to quickly ascertain that there may be an issue, all right? That's what we always did. We would always smell their ass. Don't act 
like you're grossed out because if you have kids, you've done this. You've all done it. Don't act like you're innocent. Same thing with a pet. To determine the strength of what is on the floor, in this case urine, you must sniff it. Especially if you have cats and dogs. You want to determine if it's cat pee. Because if it's cat pee, you just rip out the carpet. Even if the cat if the cat pees only once, the whole, you might as well, the two choices, rip out all the carpet and call Bennett Flooring or burn the house down. I got down on my hands and knees and put my nose one inch from it and... <laughs> And I went, wow, that is, that is so unbelievably toxic. And so then I'm like, okay, we got to get rid of this. So I get a whole bunch of bounty paper towel and I absorb it. Now we have a really great carpet, carpet extractor. It just sucks everything out. Did I even consider getting that out? No, I'm just going to blot it. I'm just going to blot it up. Yeah, that doesn't do anything. So I blot it and then I put like some a chemical on it that I found under the sink. That's, uh, I don't know, something shitty. And, uh, and then I, I, I leave it alone. I'm like, and then I did the Patreon. I go, oh, I can't believe Bruce just, just, uh, okay. So then, um, later on Dinah says, Oh my God, what is up with that room? And I go, yeah. So I explained what happened and the door is closed now because it was permeating out into the hallway. It was that bad. Now he peed just a little bit, probably a couple tablespoons of pee. And it was so unbelievable. I go, well, I cleaned it up. She goes, did you? I go, well, I mean, I blotted it. She goes, no, you need to use the carpet extractor. You need to use that thing. So I go, all right. So I get it. And uh, hot water and this special type of like cleaner in it, you know, and I'm really going to do a bang up job this time. But now it's like, it's been in there. It's set. It's like, it's burned in there forever, you know? And I open the door, the air that is now becoming uh, toxic it has nowhere to go. So I walk in to this. Do you ever see that movie uh, on HBO? Um, God dang it. There was a, um, a big nuclear uh, meltdown in some, uh, some Russian. God, what was it? And everybody, they're like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's every, everything that everybody's dead and all the birds are dead and the cows are dead. And they, they, they just leave the equipment there at some Fucking A. Uh, what was that called? Some Russian town. Or Ukraine, is it? Uh, I can't. Why do I? I keep thinking Bin Laden. What? That's, I know that's not it, but that's what I keep hearing. Wormwood. It's called Wormwood. Sheboygan. Shut up. Chernobyl! Chernobyl, you idiot! <laughs> That's it, yes. It was a great, great uh, multi-part series on HBO. I loved it so much, I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, my God. Joe Morin, hello. Hey, I need more Bethany for tomorrow. I need the Bethany Christmas special. So that's, that's your uh, homework project. Welcome. It was so bad in there that I actually got my respirator mask, the one that you use when you're painting oil-based paint, okay? And uh, and I, I had to clean the shit out of it. Oh, my God, that was terrible. So bad. And then a funny exchange took place. Uh, let's, let's bring in the queen of the forest right now. Hello? Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? 
very well. I was just feeling in the audience um, about the, the Griffins game and that ridiculous penalty that Mayer called late. Yeah. Like, who gets a penalty in overtime? Was it? It's ridiculous. That pisses me off. He maintains. I just, he texted me. He said he watched it over and over again. He said it was, it was absolutely appropriate. What was the call again? A slash? Oh, he got him for a hook. A hook. Hmm. If you have a skater coming in all alone, a rule clearly states if the stick touches anything, that is, you know, it's kind of like you see it coming a mile away. That's going to be a hook. It's going to be a hook. Unless he's able to poke the puck away with a stick. Who drew the penalty? Who was it again? Ryan Murphy. Okay, well, he needs to be benched. You don't get, you you don't cause a penalty in freaking overtime. That's what lost the game. What did you think about the temper? Put Ben Simon on the phone. I'm going to tell him. (laughs) What did you think about the temper tantrum after the game? Uh, I, I must have missed that. I must not have oh. been paying attention. Oh, my God. He was going to kill him. He gave him a game. Mis- good. He, he, after the, the guy got done having a temper tantrum, they finally got got him off the ice. He he, 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 uh, he goes, I'm going to give him at the 20-minute mark a game misconduct for official abuse, eh? Oh, my gosh. Is that, so he can't play the next game? Uh, it, it's under review because it was oh, after the whistle. Oh, yeah, he might, he might, uh, you, you could, you could get a fine or you could miss a game or two. Oh boy. Is that Daisy snoring in the background? Yes, it is. She's sitting next to me. She doesn't like to be up with you when I'm around. No, I know that. She prefers you. Um, you need to know that the Agars will be joining me shortly. Oh, good. And then That's I, fun. I wanted to ask, I love them. yeah, I know. I love them too. I just wanted to, I was going over the details of, the dog pee incident in Jackie's old room yesterday uh-huh. and how intensely absurd that odor was. I know it was it. Uh, I told you what it smelled like. Well, that's what I wanted to call you about. Cause there was a hilarious exchange and I hadn't thought this, but <laughs> um, this, the scene was, it was me, you and Madison in our room. And you said, I think you said it smells like a what? A dirty what? Vagina. A dirt. It smells like a dirty vagina. And I hadn't really thought. It of, did. I, I hadn't really thought of that. So, I mean that that comment brings a lot of questions to mind. Well, you know the old wives' tale that sometimes it smells. Like, you know. yeah, it did have that. I admit, I it, yeah. it when you mentioned it, it did smell like that. I mean, okay, I have been known, I have been known to be on the business end of a gamey one. So, Eric, well, I didn't say you. I mean, oh, god, oh, I don't okay, think that well. makes it better. <laughs> I don't think I've helped, I don't think I've helped myself. Um, no, but actually, reaction, actually, Maddie's okay. response was hilarious. Yeah, her her response was hilarious. Uh, what what uh, what what did she say? I guess she went, "Mom," and then what? And then what? She goes, "I hope not. It shouldn't if you shower." Yeah, she said it should not smell that way if you shower. <laughs> <laughs> and that just that that killed that line. That line killed. That's so funny. Are you going to be with us at the great food giveaway? 
I believe so, yes. If I get all my work done, you see, I have Jackie's engagement party tonight. So if I get all, everything done for that, I will be present. Is this is the engagement party where you where, where like the straws are shaped like penises? No, that's the bachelorette party. This is just a really small because you know she's got a couple of her friends that are in from out of state, so we just want to get together with them and kind of. Okay. All yeah. right. Fair enough. Yeah. Sounds like a good oh, time. God. I think Jeff, Daisy just farted. Oh boy, that's that's well, that's always bad. Daisy, don't look at me like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You don't even know that they're about to hit until you smell it because they they don't make any noise. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll tell the acres I said hi. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you for and, and hey, I think the smell is gone because I really, I really did a hell of a job, um, with that carpet extractor, which is what I should have done in the first place. Yeah, you you did the lazy way the first time yeah. and it didn't work stupid okay yeah all right yeah because i gotta go back in there and finish wrapping presents and stuff gotcha have you wrapped any presents at all negative mm. i don't have to you, wrap any except you for the know that this is today is december 23rd i have five things to wrap mm. okay you i, I could have helped you wrap for all those people you wrapped Whatever it is you wrapped, it was a lot. It took you like 10 hours. It did. It took forever. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Later. Okay. See ya. Bye. Love you. Bye. There you go. Queen of the Forest. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Thank you very much to Patriot Nick for reminding me that the appearances by the Queen of the Forest are brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Uh, Patriot Nick, as usual, dying on the dumbest of hills. I'm happy for Jackie, but I'm not throwing shade at her. And I'm not throwing shade at her specifically, but I think engagement parties are just a made-up thing by big, by big wedding. You see, people like Nick, whose knuckles drag on the ground, anti-vaxxer, Trump, 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 red state, liberty, patriot, they always put the word big in front of the shit that doesn't jive in their pea-sized brain. Big pharma, big tech, uh, big Gillette razor company, uh, which I wish you would engage. Big wedding. Big wedding. Would you stop it? You're such a pain in the ass. Yeah, big weddings try to entice people to spend more money. Not everything is a fucking scheme, Dirk. Shut up, Nick. God, you're such an asshole. Holy crap. Patriot Nick says, you couldn't feel the sarcasm in that post? Bullshit. There's no way in hell you were sarcastic. All right. Stand by. Oh, my God. By the way, the Twitch stream is brought to you by Irvine's. The Facebook feed is brought to you by Irvine's. Follow me on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube, brought to you by uh, Frank Fuss. The Mar- I'm sorry, 
Frank Fuss, the licensed independent insurance agent, mypolicyshop.com. The agar is in a moment. Remember, I'm on Patreon. If you're ever like, man, I want to give Zane money to help out his show, that's horrible. I'm not much for, um, for that. I, you, you should get something, in my opinion. That's what Patreon is there for. If you want to help out the show, uh, uh, you, you get plenty of content. I would love you to check out the Patreon. Uh, fill in the gaps on your listening habits because I'm only with you for a couple hours a day. Uh, you can uh, sign up for the Patreon. I'll give you 15 hours of content every single week on Patreon. What's all there? You know what? I don't want to break it down right now, but just go there and check it out. Throw five or 10 bucks a month at me for just one month and try it out. If you like it, there you go. If you don't, you can cancel it. You're out. Just that. No big deal. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Full House Comedy. Several venues under their umbrella in the West Michigan community featuring comedy all over West Michigan. FullHouseComedy.com. The aforementioned Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Love you so much. Thank you. Get your cars fixed at Irvine's. Get a car. Purchase a vehicle. At Sarah Honda Granville. Nowadays, the thing is, get a custom-ordered car. Translation, there's a bit of a waiting period when you want a new one. But they're making lemonade. They're selling them as custom order. You can get a custom-ordered car. That's how you do it these days. You know, supply chain issues and the pandemic are making it a little bit wonky for inventory you can still get a brand new car and i want you to get it at sarah honda granville s-e-r-r-a honda granville.com on kenowa by 44th street sarah honda granville let's bring in our guests the multi-talented agar family Good morning. Hi, Becky. How are you? Good, Eric. How are you? It's Johnny, too. Good morning. How are you? Good to see you. Good to talk to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Becky. Sorry about the uh, sorry about the tech issues, but uh, I oh, I still okay. I still wanted to hear your voices at least. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Okay. Boy, you know, where to begin? Um, <laughs> because there always seems like something spectacular to unpack. And um, first of all, um, I didn't say anything about this, but tomorrow people will be able to see your beautiful shining faces. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're beautiful uh, but, or shining. But. Yeah, <laughs> as, especially in the morning. But we're, we're going to be on the uh, Today Show. Is, is that what you're referring to? Yes, sir, I am, Johnny. Okay, yeah, we're going to be on the Today Show. It's going to air uh, at 10 a.m. on Christmas Eve, so it's going to be it's <laughs> going to be wonderful. But um, I'm having a project done in my downstairs, and Mom and I are downstairs. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, a bunch of the community have come together and kind of helped me to gain my independence uh we had some rough issues before but everyone's yeah. come together to make a right and it's been a 
wonderful thing and and uh, the Today Show somehow saw it and they wanted to do a story on it. So yeah, and how great the community and is. How great the community is, especially uh, during this Christmas season. So. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's 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 great to have that type of story, especially at this time of year, um, uh, in in the face of something. And we had been following that story uh, from the very beginning. We've been talking about this, uh, so the audience is definitely in tune with uh, with what has gone on, and that that uh, you know, it's it's exactly what people want to see. And they and and you know what, frankly, people love hearing from you guys because you've really done a heck of a job. Um, from beginning to end, both with your mother and father, Johnny, raising such a wonderful family and um, nothing ever slowing anybody in that family down in any way, shape or form. That's kind of been your mantra from the get go. Isn't that right, guys? It, It really has. You know, my parents have always taught me never to put any limitations on myself to keep going. And, you know, that's every that's everything that my parents have done for me and you know everything from you know putting me on on ice skates when i can barely uh walk or uh writing my own name to now writing a book it's just really really cool to see the opportunities that they want me to pursue and they allow me to pursue those the book is called The Impossible Mile, which is a nod to what you've been doing uh, with endurance sports for quite some time now. Uh, these, the power in living life one step at a time. Uh, people, when they have problems, Johnny, they tend to uh, look several steps down the road. And I think that that's the, that statement right there is very centering to anyone when it comes to dealing with life's struggles. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, when people think about things, that I'll just use my story because it's, it's personal to me and I can understand it and explain it better. But uh, I think for me, when I walk, you know, I have to think about every single movement that I make. And, and for me, it's nearly impossible for me to accomplish a goal and, and think to myself, you know, 10 steps ahead, you know, not not taking uh, one step at a time can be detrimental to me. And I think, you know, with, with all the challenges that we face now uh, in the world today, I think it's, it's very important that people understand, uh, you know, you may not get things right away like, you know, so many people want, but I think, you know, if you just take on life one step at a time and, and, understand that you know you're gonna have those failures along the way uh but don't let those deter you they're only stepping stones to help you understand how to accomplish those goals later so and i think that's really what mom and i were shooting for Uh uh, when we when we wrote the book so becky um parenting um Johnny in his, in the scenario with, uh, uh, having the limitations, uh, well, so-called limitations, uh, physically put on Johnny, you, um, had to probably, uh, I'm Johnny's so successful, I'm guessing because of the example that you set for him. And I, and I'm guessing some of those parenting decisions 
were difficult when you had to let him figure it out on his own? Was that was that hard for you? And did anybody ever say, hey, you're pushing him too hard? Yeah. Um, uh, yes, on both of those. You know, it was very early on when we got the diagnosis that Johnny had cerebral palsy. Almost immediately, the day we walked out, we got some advice from the um, neonatologist. And he said, you know, you can read because we said we, we want to know all about cerebral palsy and what it is. We knew it wasn't good, but we had no idea what it was. And he said, you can read all the books you want to. Or he said, you can walk out of here just loving him and taking it day by day. Because he said a lot of times what ends up happening is when you read those books, you anticipate things happening and you actually thwart your, you know, your kids from being able to do things. So early on, Jeff and I decided we just didn't want to put any limitations on him. And we didn't say he had cerebral palsy. In fact, we didn't even want him to know he had cerebral palsy because we didn't want anybody putting limitations on him, not just us. And we wanted him to be able to decide what he could or couldn't do when he was old enough to understand what he had. And it gave, you know, a lot of people, it was hard for a lot of people to understand that because, you know, it's, it's very difficult. You, you want to pigeonhole somebody in order to get them the needs, the things that they need and um, to understand it better, I think. Yeah. So it was, it was a really difficult thing for people to kind of grasp. And we did get, quite a few people, you know, having a hard time saying we were in denial and which was kind of funny because obviously we were in in denial. We lived with him every day and saw what his limitations were. But, but I think having that attitude, um, in, in ourselves and just expecting him to do things, I think that helped with him as well, because, you know, he didn't place any limits on himself, like he was just saying. So um, I think it helped him physically and I think it helped him, you know, obviously mentally as well to be able to prepare yeah. himself. He knew he was going to fail and it was okay because, you know, this was just his life and this is the way he dealt with it. And it's, and he's taught us a lot, you know, as well. We, it's very hard for us to complain too much when we see him struggle with pretty much everything uh-huh. every day. Um, we don't have a really uh, big reason to complain. So, yeah, it sounds like when you guys um, like hearing you talk about, uh, the processes, Becky, and hearing Johnny discuss his approach, it sounds like a, like a coach giving like a pep talk, almost like some type of athletic thing. You would hear like Dan Campbell of the Lions talking to the team, saying those things. That's that's kind of like what I'm hearing. And I know uh, you athletics has been huge in your life uh, for the whole family. Does that does that make sense? I guess. Yeah, a lot of people. You know, look at sports as just games, uh, but I look at it as, as so much more than than just games. I look at it as you know the the life lessons, the failure, the you know the getting them back up and and trying again. Um, yeah, what was it that you that, that was, the other day about baseball? Um, I look at I look at baseball for example, and I I see that. You know, if you get hit three, three out of ten times, that's a 300 batting average, and you can go to the Hall of Fame for that. <laughs> so you know, you may strike out three times, or you may strike out ten times, but if you get a hit three times out of those, yeah, that's a Hall of Fame career. Right. So, um, I, I, you know, just certain examples of that with with sports is a very, it's a very serious topic, but it's a 
it's a fun way for me to learn those those type of lessons. You know, maybe he does look at his his coaches because he does. Everything he has learned has been from sports, really. We like to take credit sometimes for it, but, you know, when he learns the back of the jerseys, he learns numbers from the back of the jerseys. He's going to learn how to read because he was reading stats and the the names on the back of the jerseys. I mean, sports has been, we're a sports family, but he, he just, he's, he's a thinker and he looks at sports as just you know, um, he has based his life on, on how athletes play and how they act out on the field or on the, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I, I'll say, too, you know, I studied sports management at Aquinas, you know. Mm-hmm. But why, you're thinking, you know, why would a person want to study sports management at, at, a, at a college? But in, in reality, when he has three palsy and can't even, you know, go in circles when he does his wheelchair but you know i wanted i wanted to be around those athletes i wanted to learn from them know how they you know how they carried themselves you know whether it be in college or the pros you know i wanted that to be a career because i feed off of their energy and stuff so i would guess that as let's just say we go ahead in the future 10 years and you're uh, a a representative or an agent for an athlete. A lot of those young people, um, they need that type of rock uh, force like yourself to offer them wisdom. They they look to them as almost a father figure, and that could absolutely be you um, because of the wisdom you've gained from just what you described. And I think that your life experiences as well as your intellect would make you superior in that role. I think that that would be that that's a spectacular uh, career choice, frankly. Oh, thank you very much. I, I, I would love to, you know, I love talking to young people and young kids and, and uh, motivating them and um, helping them to understand what they can accomplish. And uh, I would love to have that as a job. So, can you, I, you know, I've been talking to you guys for a long time and I've, I've only gotten one vibe and that is like the vibe we have now. Can you take me through uh, the, the, the uh, scenario of, Hey, someone's having a bad day in the Agar household because no one sees that or ever hears about that. Uh, I mean, can, but that's, that's relatable. You, you have bad days too, just like everybody else, right? Oh, I, I, I definitely have bad days when I, you know, when I even try to get out of bed, you know, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there are multiple days when my wife has to pick me up off the floor and I, I say some words that I don't want to say right now. But, yeah. yeah, of course, man. I, you know what you should do, Johnny? What you got to do is you got to you, you got to do one YouTube video of maybe, I don't know, maybe your sister helped you out. And it's just called Johnny having a bad day and you saying every word in the book because no one ever hears that. <laughs> I would love that. Um, that's incredible. So uh, and the book came out in September. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is yep. awesome. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I was taking a look at it and, and this all works out in this weird type of uh, culmination of events because as you indicated – 
this 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 gentleman i use that term loosely because he hasn't fixed it well i guess i should ask this has the gentleman who you had the issue with has he reconciled this yet yeah he did he he sort of did yes okay we'll we'll call it that oh boy so you know i mean it was weird you guys were left holding the bag thank god some great members in the community stepped up and uh, finished your li- is finishing your living space. That is very very cool of them. Um, yeah. Do you do you, can we can we say who or no? Uh, he, th- this is very cool. Uh, he, he wants to remain anonymous. Okay. He's not, he's not looking for yeah any publicity. Uh, okay. He's just, doing this out of the kindness of his heart that is so. so sweet and so kind so now this guy who um kind of put you in a bad spot he was featured prominently on the news he, I, my, I can only imagine him trying to get work after this i mean that would be just so awful if he shows up at someone's house on an, to a, a given estimate they're like oh you're the jerk on the news yeah, you know, that was that was the hardest thing for Johnny and I. We never, ever wanted to make life tough for anybody. Um, right. We, we know that scenario all too well. And so we tried for a year almost um, to get him to just, you know, give us back the money and we'd just call it good. And he didn't. And then I started doing some research and just a little bit of research. I found that he did that to a lot of other wow. people just in my own research. So all I kept thinking about was my grandmother, you know, if that, if, if he had taken the money from her, she'd have been wiped out. And so I just didn't want it to happen. And, and I found out five months before, um, had I done, had we done something five months before he had taken money from somebody else, um, a substantial amount of money. And so we just didn't want it to happen to anybody else. And that was our main goal. We just, wanted to let people know please don't sign up with this person because it's not good until he gets his life kind of straightened out yeah wow boy that was uh that was a uh is it susan samples the wood tv8 reporter i love her she's she's fantastic one of my favorites yeah she's Uh, she's awesome yeah she's she's been our friend for a while um getting back to the whole sports thing uh johnny you know um I, when I, when you talk, I, I, I indicated it before, but my new favorite is Dan Campbell. Are you, a, are you, what, what do you think about Dan Campbell, the coach of the lions? Oh, I, I absolutely love him. You know, he's, he's one of those hard nosed Detroit, Detroit guys. And he's been with the lions before. So he knows, you know, what, what the coach is like. And he knows, you know, what players like too. And you can hear it in, the, in his voice, the, the passion that he has, and the and the and the want to win, you know. Yeah. And he'll yeah. he'll have those guys, he'll have those guys rolling soon. I believe but that. He, he's gonna get some nice draft picks here coming up, so it'll be awesome. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I uh, I, I love that. Now, um, you know, we we talked about some of the other things your family's done. You also. Uh, um, uh, your wonderful sisters, uh, Grace and Annie, correct? Yes. Yes. And, and they, and they're all finding their way themselves in their own career. Grace is the baby of the bunch. Annie is making, uh, waves in, and, uh, and I, I think she's on Fox, uh, Bally sports in Chicago. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
And and so everybody's doing <laughs> awesome. She's the national correspondent for Valley Sports and Football. She's very so. funny. She's hilarious. Some of the videos she have seen her make are just, I mean, a riot. I, I tell you what, she, she brightens my, my day so much, and I'm so happy that she's uh, been able to brighten so many other people's day because I've seen, uh, I've gotten the front row seat for the past 20, well, she's two years older than, or two years younger than me, so for the past 25 years. And I'm so glad that other people are seeing what I've been able to see. Yes. What a, what a great bunch. Now, John, I, uh, I, um, the first, this would never have happened. This phone call that we're having right now, had I not been walking through Rockford, Michigan and the race, I had finished this 5k and I was going to my car and then I heard this roar and I looked across the street and there you were. I actually saw you getting out of the um what your dad was pushing you in and you got up and finished the race and i think and that was the thing that was featured on espn the espn cameras were there and yeah, yeah. I, I i uh i just started walking next to you i was like wow this looks fantastic all i had to do was see you get out and i was like something amazing is about to happen i gotta see this through and and you've had that drawing power you just by your actions have lifted people to new heights and i can't tell you how how special that is you because of your actions it's so powerful you my god everybody loves you and it is and is just so proud of what you have done johnny well well you know i i have such a hard time telling people thank you because you can tell people thank you multiple times uh you know and people really don't know if, if you mean it or not but I really try to demonstrate by my actions, you know, how, how appreciative I am of, of this community and my, my parents. And, um, you've just been another example of, of why I try to work hard every day because I see you bending your back to, to uh, share our story. And uh, I see you working hard on the radio, uh, on the radio every single day. And it's, it's just, inspiring to me and i want to be like that so thank you zane for oh um, yeah your, your encouragement and inspiration well too. it's uh it's it's our pleasure my audience loves you very much and the whole family uh, i'm glad that the living space is being set up so you can have your own little uh bachelor pad down there what <laughs> what are the parties going to be like how many beer bongs do you have made ready to go <laughs> I'm so excited! I'm so excited for the national championship game. Oh, are you? It's gonna be, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a blowout, aren't you? Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna be so awesome, especially if Michigan comes in. Then I can <laughs> then I can have a bunch of my friends over and be yeah. a Michigan fan for once. I'm a, I'm a Michigan State fan, but I'll, I'll sacrifice for the okay. idea of having my friends over. Right, so. right. Can you imagine the? There's got your your mother's gonna wander down there the next morning. There's gonna be beer bottles everywhere, and she's gonna be like, oh, "Whose underwear is this?" <laughs> I don't know if I get that, but I think it's gonna be a good yeah. time. All right, good time for sure. I'm excited that I can. You know, have my own independence. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, it's all. Doesn't have to worry about me, you know, doing stuff. 
No, yeah, it's all it's all coming together. It's all coming together. The book is called The Impossible Mile, The Power in Living Life One Step at a Time um, by Becky Agar and Johnny Agar. Merry Christmas to the Agars. We, uh, everyone loves you very much. And uh, my gosh. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to the same family. We love you guys. Love you too. Okay, well, thank you so much for the time, guys. I can't wait to do it again and give my best to everyone, all right? Okay, we'll do. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. There you go. The Agars. Oh, shit, yes. Woo! How about that? Chills. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, geez. They are just spectacular spectacular you must get this book you must get this uh google describes it as an incredible story johnny agar born with cerebral palsy and whom doctors said would never walk overcoming the odds in iron man triathlons featured on espn nbc nightly news the today show and other media outlets johnny delivers a morning mem- a moving memoir that is a testament to the power of family faith and extraordinary courage you can get it in all the usual spots. In fact, um, let me do this. For those of you who want it this second, that's the Kindle book. I'll tell you what, I'm just going to link up nothing. Just look up the impossible mile, the power of living life one step at a time. Yes. Oh, my God. That's the type of conversation that you just want to run through a wall afterwards. You're like, yes, I have, I have the power. I have the power. That is, uh, that is so awesome. Thank you to the Agars. All right. Not doing too bad for a jackass, me, who was uh, uh, teetering on the brink, but kept my head and said, we'll just start a few minutes late. It's fine. No big deal. Just, you can do it. Just take life one step at a time, knucklehead. You've been doing this for 723 uh, shows. You'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, I have a cameo that I I got booked by. Uh, I think it was Rob. Rob booked me for a cameo. And if you want to book me for a cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane, all one word. Uh... I put a lot of effort into these. You will get your $15.99 worth. It is one of the cheapest things on Cameo. Everybody on there is, oh, I have $500 on Cameo. And it's like, ah, I, I can't, I can't do it. Well, first of all, I'd be, I'd sell none of them. Okay. Uh, $15.99. Hell, it takes me a minute of my time. That's still, that's still a, incredible. Okay. Uh, I can do a roast. I can do something kind. I can do something for a younger person, a loved one, someone who doesn't even know me. You name it. And you tell me what you want me to do. You basically give me the direction. Yeah, make sure you put O'Neill in it. I love that guy. Uh, 1599cameo.com slash Erickson. I can't stress enough about the importance of reaching out to the tank. His name is Frank Fuss. I try to use the least amount of words as possible in describing what he does here. Any type of insurance, 
home, life, car, uh, health, dental, Medicare, uh, employee, employer insurance, marketplace insurance. All you have to do is reach out to the tank. Let's say all of those are with different companies in your, that you have right now. Um, reach out to the tank, uh, 616-914-4070. Just text, Eric Zane sent me. Please help me. 616-914-4070. He'll send you a link. Let's meet. You fill out the form. Takes you one minute. Phone meeting, Zoom meeting, in-person meeting. And then uh, on that form, it'll ask you what you need. Okay, this is all just so he has an idea what he's getting into. And then you say, yeah, I want you to price life insurance, car insurance, dental insurance, and homeowner's insurance. Price all that for me. Let me know. And then he's going to compare what you had to what he's going to get you. And you're going to get better insurance, and you're going to pay a lot less. What? That's true. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S. Just reach out to him. Text or call 616-914-4070 or go to buyinsurancehere.com. Blue Frost IT. Blue Frost IT. Blue Frost IT. Uh, .net? .com. .com. Sometimes I forget. Thanks to them for being on board with the show. For your small or medium-sized business, and uh, if you're looking to upgrade the equipment, the tech, you don't want to be slowed down by big tech, according to Patriot Nick. Uh, get some help in what you're purchasing for your business. Because if you just start buying random stuff, okay, you're probably going to spend more than you need and buy things that you don't even need. Get a complimentary consultation before you do anything from Blue Frost IT. Call or text 616-285-50 for more information. All right? And then there's Prince Arming. We have gun school coming up on January 15th in Holland Township, Michigan. If you've always wanted to carry your pistol concealed, you know, it's not doing you any good uh, locked up, uh, you know, in, uh, in a space in your, in your house. Okay? First of all, if you're defending your home with a pistol locked up, you're not defending your home. Okay? You're not doing It's just sitting there. That pistol is to be used when you're out. Okay? In the event, unlikely event of something terrible happening, what do you want to do? Just sit there and be shot in the face? No. You want to pull out your piece and wreak havoc on the bad guy. Shoot him right in the center of mass. That's right. I'm telling you what that gun is to be used for. You'll probably never have to take it out of the holster, but wouldn't it be nice to be able to carry your pistol concealed? In the great state of Michigan, you need to take the class. That's what this is. Call or text Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. 616-204-1705. I'll be back with Kyle in a second. We're going to do another rip-roaring edition of Let's Kill with Kyle. Kyle Ryan writes, I thought responsible people let their left their gun in a drawer where their kids can access it, where their kids have access to it. Oh, that's only for the crumblies. Unbelievable. Okay, don't go anywhere. I got a tinkle. 
Uh, on the audio podcast, I edit those. Tim says, oh my God, longest pee break ever. It's never this long on the audio version. He knows I edit it. Yeah, just clean it up. Thanks to Dana White from News 8 for uh, retweeting the great food giveaway announcement. I appreciate that. Very kind. And uh, thank you to Madam Mayor Rosalind Bliss of Grand Rapids for retweeting it. That helps. That uh, lets people know that we're there. Okay. Tarantula Farmer, again, who's been asking for it. Did you wash your hands, Zane? No, I did not. Man, the agars. Just a, you know, Jeff used to be a pitcher for the Tigers. Uh, absolutely spectacular uh, life and uh, great family. Annie, Grace, Johnny, Becky, and Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. As always, at about the same time, we bring in, well, actually, typically at about nine o'clock is when we bring in Kyle for Let's Kill. And typically, you can see his shining face. Hello? My apologies on the technical issues, Kyle. Yeah, well, you didn't want to see me super zoomed in on my face or what? Yeah, and that's the thing. I was working on that, trying to figure out why that is and clean that up so that it's normal. And then I think I somehow ruined everything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's cool with me. I mean... I'm chill. <laughs> yes, you are chill. You ever, uh, <laughs> you ever do that thinking, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta make this better, and then it stops working completely. Oh yeah, uh, I'd say I'm somewhat famous for that actually. Oh my god. All right. Uh, yeah, here we are. It's Christmas time. Is everything all set in your household? Everything's all set in my household. I'm pretty sure. Here's a here's a here's a beautiful little thing that happened. Um, Blue takes care of most of that stuff. So um, my free range mind is allowed to, you know, graze in the fields and not worry about it so much. But then I, you know, I do get stuff for her and, you know, some other little things. So it's, it's pretty chill. Is uh, when it comes to like gift giving, does she know everything she's going to get? No, and I'm, I'm very secretive, very mysterious. So it, cause a lot of times people like in this household, Diana just gets, a, makes a list and then everybody gets her what's on the list. There's no like surprises. Uh-huh. Do you, is that how it is with you or is it, um, uh, no, here's a, here's the thing. Um, Eric <laughs> I am, um, I would consider myself somewhat of like a post, um, like a post. Uh, capitalistic American, meaning like, I don't even, I don't really care about Christmas that much. You know what I mean? Um, like, I don't like need stuff, you know, like I don't really ask people for stuff. Right. So like right. when it comes to me, I'm just like, yeah, like just give me what, give me whatever you want. Like, you know, like no big deal. Um, but, um, on the flip side of that is, um, I don't, this is not even a flip side. This is a whole nother topic kind of, but, um, I don't buy myself clothes, right? Right. I I don't care. I don't care about fashion. So I don't get myself clothes 
because I know that on Christmas and probably a little bit on my birthday, people are going to get me clothes. So for like the past, how old am I? 32. For like the past like 15, 16 years, yeah. I, I haven't bought myself any clothes. I'm the same way. I uh, If anybody's ever watched this podcast for any amount of time, you can go back to pictures of me from like five years ago and it's the same same wardrobe i don't i don't change it i just i wear it until it's actually destroyed yeah that's, that's how i feel like I'm, I'm just like less than does um i don't care about fast we, we know that um and i don't care about like like people's like perception like of me so like that's so when it comes to clothes i'm just like it, it doesn't matter dude i'm just gonna be as long as like my you know my BBDs are just not showing, like we're good, dude. BBBs, uh, what is that? Uh, it's it's short for butt balls and dick. <laughs> or BBD. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Is not now. Does that count as a shortened word or an abbreviation? Because you said uh, uh, fash for fashion. As Daisy comes in the room behind me, and you said. Uh, perception for perception. Uh huh. I would consider BBDs. I would consider that. Let's put that in the acronym category because I do okay. acronyms quite a bit. All right, we got you two. We got you down for two so far. Um, <laughs> I want to. I want to talk about something that has been uh, discussed on this show at length this week. Um. Uh, we were talking about women who wear those types of um boots that are cloth but they they go all the way up higher than the knee okay i i refer to them as hooker boots or whore boots or <laughs> slut or slut boots now while they look good and they would be boner inducing in my opinion and i need your opinion in my opinion those are slut boots uh what are your thoughts about those boots Oh boy, I this is this is the these are the type of questions I live for. You know what I mean? Like it's like the importance of it is low, but also it's not because these are the important questions to ask. You know what I mean? Because you really get to know people like that, right? Um, but I would say, yeah, I would say, I w I wouldn't say. Okay, here's the thing. I wouldn't say they're slut boots, but I would say that if you have them on, you're probably going to be sucking some dick soon. <laughs> I think. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Because you're probably if you're probably out going to be going out to the bar, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you're going to have a couple, a couple Cosmos, you know, maybe like a, you know, maybe like a Moscow Mule or something like that. And you you might get Litskis, you might be dancing, and you might you might end up in that arena. But I wouldn't say it like by default you're a slut. Okay. I would say that you just bought big ass boots and just wanted to see what would happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tim says, uh, that he goes to church and he never saw hooker boots at church. If so, <laughs> he says, if so, I would still be going to that church. No, there's no question. If I, if I'm at mass and, and, uh, some lady decided to wear the hooker boots, I'm going to divert my eyes because I know if I see it, my, my dick is going to get somewhat plump. <laughs> somewhat plump. <laughs> All right, so uh, one lady in particular who uh, listens to the podcast, or she's very sweet, her name is Kate. She's from New Jersey. Um, she is furious now with you over that comment. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, she's I'm had reading, it. I'm reading here. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. I would say, because 
I consider myself a well-rounded thinker, right? So yeah. you've got your group that, you know, are going to be probably doing some slutty stuff. But that's not, I wouldn't say that's a mutually exclusive group. There could be people, and this is for Kate, there could be people that wear the boots because their kneecaps are fucking weird looking. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So some people got weird ass knees and those boots could help. And, you know, for like, for like your self-esteem. You right. Know, for your, okay. For your image. Yeah. I think they look great. They, they look hot, but I mean, come on now. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's that's what I think about him. I guess. Okay, very good. Um, I want to talk to you now. The the Lions quarterback. You had said, "quote Jared Goff is a retard." Those are were your words. Uh, he, you know what? The he funny per- thing is, yeah. I, I'm so glad that you want to talk about this because I was thinking about it, dude. Um, and like, it, I don't. I should have looked up the article beforehand, but um, I, you know, it's a Thursday and I'm half prepared. That's um, okay. But in the article, it said that since. Um, whatever game, which was the game that I called uh, Jared Goff a retard. Since that game, he's yeah. been like on fire, and like I think his ratings like pretty high. Like he's doing great, very very so better. Yeah. Here's here's my social my social thing to say is sometimes you just gotta call a guy a retard to kick him in the ass and get him to you know to get better. <laughs> so so the uh, the way to uh, inspire them is refer to them as that word because. The Lions, their last six games, have two wins, three losses, and one tie. When you're the the year that they've had, that's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good, yeah. I, and I, I say that because definitely Jared Goff pays attention to my opinion. Right but on, he right definitely, on. He, he goes on my Facebook and you know tries to figure out like what I'm thinking about his play. So it's definitely related to that, I would you say. Know, and he won't be playing this upcoming game. He's ill. Oh, is he? Yes. So that some backup that I don't know who he is, Tim Boyle or Tim Broyle, I don't know. He's uh, It's his opportunity to shine here. And that's the thing with the Lions. That's been their mantra. You know, somebody's got to step up, and they don't always do that. But, 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 I will say this. If by some chance they are able to play together and win these last three games, which the two of the three are very winnable uh, with uh, Atlanta, and on the road in Atlanta, and then uh, I forget the other one, but um, it's winnable. And then uh, they play. Then they host the Packers. But if by some miracle they win those three, they will have finished the last nine games at five, three, and one, which would be one of the hotter teams in the league. Seattle yeah. is who it is. Seattle. Damn Can you imagine? Now that's uh, that's very wishful thinking, but I mean one game at a time, as Johnny Agar would say. But man, I I I cannot believe I'm excited about a team that's won two games. I know. Um, no, I'm with you though because yeah, it went from and, you know, and I, you you and I talked about this way in the beginning. Like they had to figure out you know how Dan Campbell is, like how how the team runs, and it took them. It took them a little too long, if you ask my ass. Oh yeah. But then after that, like yeah, they started to kick it. Yeah, like since even like since like November, dude, they've been like yeah, like you said, one of the hottest teams so far. Yeah. And we sla- the second Cardinals, dude. I, w- I was like watching the game, and we were having like a little Christmas party. Yeah. Um, while the game was going, right. and um, there were some people that, that are Lions fans. So like we're sitting, and I'm like I kept looking at him, and I'm like, are we gonna win this game, dude? Like. And like we were like, I guess you'd say confused. Um, yeah, it was but very I like weird that, though because even though I want a high draft pick, 
I like that Dan Campbell's like, no, dude, we're just going to be winning. Dude. Yeah, that, that, you know what? I'm, I've never bought into that whole dumb argument about, yeah, you, you, you can't go get a, you can't, you're screwing up your draft pick. Shut up. Dude, do your job, play some football. That's all you got to worry about. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. So what else? I, I by the way, sexy voice Andrea ran into uh, not black Emilio the other day. Did you hear about that? Yes, I was going to talk about that actually because this has been a freaking crazy week for us. Um, about that type of stuff. Hey, I, he didn't know who it was though. Um, but he was like, he, I also he texted me and he was like, he's like, I got. He goes, LMAO, I got to tell you about some funniest shit when, when I see you later. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he told me about that. He was like, yeah. He goes. He goes, this chick just popped out of nowhere and was like, was like, hey. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah. He's like, we talked for a sec and we took a selfie and like all this stuff. And I was like, what? Cool. I was like, do you know who it was? And he was like, no. And like, I didn't, I, I can't either. I can't remember or she didn't tell me. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, we straight up, not black Amelia is, is, is getting more famous. Yeah, I know it. And there was a nice picture and Andrea was there smiling and Emilio was smiling. I was like, look at that. We have actually audience members stopping people on the road. But was he was he at a light or something? I mean, how did it how did it unfold? Or did she like roll down the window and said, I bet you have a huge dick or something? I mean, how- <laughs> um, the funny thing is that um, I think he said he was explaining to me. I think he was like out, outside of the truck, like trying to figure out where to put a dumpster. Yeah. Um, because it was like in a part of town where like there's no driveways, I think maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was like, he said he was like outside, like looking around trying to figure out where to put that thing. And that's when it happened. So the funny part about that is he was probably just like zoned in at, at the exact time. Yeah. Just like trying to like staring at the, the landscape, you know, trying to find a nice little spot. And then she showed up, I think. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, that is uh, okay. So now, uh, what? Oh, that's awesome. I just read her comment. <laughs> well, she says I saw him driving on the highway, and he was going to the to to the same area I was. So I followed him. Oh my <laughs> god, that's great. That's so funny. Uh, very cool. What now? What else is on your mind, Kyle? Because I've I've stolen the thunder on a few of the things you wanted to talk about. You're cool, dude. Um, but the so yeah, there was that that happened, right? But also, we rented a dumpster not yesterday, but I think on Tuesday, um, to a dude named Justin, um, who also listens to the show. Um, and the funny thing is, Emilio delivered that one too. And so, um, he he had told Emilio that he listens to the show or whatever, and um, uh, yeah. It, it, all that type of stuff too. And Emilio was like, "Dude, he's like, I bet that guy like wanted to meet you." And I'm like, "That's funny to, like, to think about because like <laughs> to me, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like this dumbass like regular dude." And I'm like, "It's just funny that people are like, where's Kyle?'" And yeah. I'm like, "I'm just, I, don't I know, know what it. I was doing at the time, just being chill somewhere else." <laughs> yes, yes, you're becoming a star. And uh, at last total, we have I've added. Um, um, this isn't really abbreviated because it's made it longer. But the word lit became litskies. Yep. <laughs> uh, perception. And what was the first one? Fash. Fash for fashion. Okay. So we're up to three now. Yeah. Lit, did, did I just say litskies? You, you said litskies a little while ago. Right on. But, yeah. That's my favorite thing to say. Like, not my favorite thing, but I'll say litskies beyond beliefskies. Um, and it just feels good to say that type of stuff. I'm all about it. Only you can pull that off. I couldn't do that. Um, here's here's one thing I want to talk to you about, Eric Zane. Um, what are your opinions or thoughts or memories? It doesn't have to be memories. What do you think about eggnog? 
as a as a Christmas delicacy. What I've tasted of it, I haven't really liked, but I'm under the impression that I haven't put in enough. I haven't like uh, tried it enough. It seems like an acquired taste, but just the actual name of it, egg nog, that's an unpleasant word. You know, I know. It yeah, sounds- nog, egg. Um, I'm sure, you know, back in like 1642 or like some junk like that, right. when, like that was probably like, like like a name for yeah. a drink or something like that. But yeah, I don't I don't know what nog. I don't like the word nog. Well, either. nog sounds like a word that you could use in place of like jizz. So <laughs> yeah, you that's could, a good one. You could like you could say, oh yeah, I had my nog all over her face, and she <laughs> she lapped it up like a freaking cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nog is not a great word, but. Um, by association, it's because it reminds me of Nugs, like nougat, like creamy nougat, like in a Three Musketeers bar. So Nugs, I like Nugs. Okay, so what? What? How do you feel about all of it? Have you ever drank this uh, concoction? Oh yeah, oh it was Patriot Nick Nogski, dude. I like that. Um, yeah, I I I enjoy Nogski. A uh, little, little eggnog, you know. Um, here's what I do, right? So I get fat around Christmas time for sure because it's cold, and you know that seasonal depression comes through. And so I started slamming chocolate, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, but eggnog just goes with it because it's like thicker than milk. You know what I mean? So here I am slamming some chocks. Um, you know, letting the taste effervesce throughout me. And then I like, pour myself a nice little thick glass of Nogskis, and uh, I'm going to be having a good little night. <laughs> uh, I got Chalks, Depression, Nogski, Nugs, Beliefskis, <laughs> Litskis, uh, Perception, and Fash. Awesome. All that's right. A good little, that's a good little week for a Braves. It's a hell of a, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a list. A breeze. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're up to nine. Nine. That might be an all-time high, dude. Tarantula Farmer says, Kyle, do you like the Jay and Silent Bob movies? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I've uh, only seen Clerks. Clerks? Clerks was good, too. Here's the thing is um, my my c- comedy or, like, like stuff I like in comedy has always been different than um, – people of my age group, I guess you'd say, because like when I was like seven, I was, me and my dad would dig on like George, George Carlin comedy and stuff. So I'm like seven, like understanding like how he's kind of views the world. So like, I like clerks when, like when I watched it when I was young, but like my friends didn't cause they didn't understand it, you know, yet. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I like clerks. I like that stuff. But then when Jay and Silent Bob, when we got that, that's obviously a, a pretty good type of humor that mixes with, uh, you know, the age group I was when we started watching it. So Jay and Silent Bob was like the bridge movie to get right. my friends to watch Clerks, which I liked. Uh, I One of the uh, off-ice officials at the hockey game, he's, he was uh, he goes, yeah, I, I, I was laid up with an injury, so I watched a bunch of movies. He goes, yeah, man, I watched Home Alone, Goonies, and Kindergarten Cop. And uh, first of all, I said, well, I've never seen Goonies. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. What? Everybody looked at me like I was insane. And I go, I was like, well, it's, I, I, I don't like stupid, shitty movies. Of course I didn't watch it. And everybody wanted to kill me over that. Uh, you, you, it sounds like you feel the same way. 
Dude, the goons was crushed. Let's face it, dude. I I love that shit. Because as, as a little kid, I mean, I watched it when I was a little kid, um, which, when did that movie come out? Sometime in the 80s. So, like, yeah. my dad saw it, you know, because he was younger at that point in time, too. So then he showed me, and, like, I love the goons because, like, they're, like, traveling underground, like, in an underground mysterious world. And that really piqued, like, my imagination and stuff. So re- realistically, ever since then, I've been trying to, like, even in my late 20s, even now, like, if I saw, like, a secret passageway, like, that underneath the ground, and the, someone was like, either go in that secret passageway or I'll give you a couple mil, I'm going to go <laughs> in the secret passageway and see where I end up. I have never seen that and something else that I talk about every year, and people think I'm even more crazy. I have never seen a movie known as The Christmas Story, or A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, fuck that movie. I'm with you on that Good, one. good. It's fucking stupid. I, <laughs> I, I hate comedies in general. Uh, and then uh, he said, yeah, so I watched Kindergarten Cop and Home Alone. I go, yeah, those are all fucking horrible, horrible movies. There's nothing <laughs> funny or entertaining about shitty movies asshole <laughs> yeah uh, yeah a christmas story definitely never and the reason i never watched it is because that uh, a christmas story falls under the same category to me um as like like michael jordan and like like you know like like people like people who just really like a majority of people who really like something right i tend to not like and a christmas story falls in that category like, yeah, oh, you gotta a see stupid a christmas film. story i'm like i don't gotta do nothing comedy. motherfucker get uh, out of my yeah, face all dude. it is is some brat uh, narrating uh, Christmas. He wants a stupid BB gun. His dumbass drunk dad gets a lamp that looks like a leg. The the, the mom's an idiot. And, and that's it. Merry Christmas. You know. And everybody here is killing me over that. They're killing me over <laughs> yeah, that I'm comment. With, I'm with you on that one. If it, if, if it came down to it and it was, you know, like America entered a civil war on people who've seen the movie versus people who haven't, yeah. I'll fight alongside you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kyle. <laughs> um, Dean has a great question that comes up every year. Uh, Die Hard. Christmas movie or not? Oh, you know what? I, I've i seen this debate online. Um, here's the thing. I've seen the debate, like, over the past couple of years, like, you know, the Facebook algorithms have allowed me to enter the debate. Yeah. Um, but I have not watched Die Hard since I was aware of this, this debate. So I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to pull like a judge move and recuse myself from the situation right now, but I will watch Die Hard very, like soon, like before next week, I will watch Die Hard and I'll fucking tell you guys what I think later. Okay. I, I will, uh, I will wait for that. We'll we'll have to re, we'll have to revi- we'll have to revisit that. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm going to put it on the list right now. Um, yeah, don't forget, hard, baby. Yeah, I just got to recuse myself because I don't I don't like being one of those people just kind of talking out of my ass. And then you know, like when you are talking out of your ass and like you feel nervous that someone's going to call you out on it. Yeah, that's what would happen if I started yes. talking about it. Right no, now. I know. I I do that every single day of my life. Every single day. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Okay, a uh, couple mil, uh, was Krush, The Goons, Abreves, Chalks, Depresh, Nogski, uh, Noogs, Beliefski, Litskins, or Litz, yeah, Litskins, Percepts. I like that. Percepts. If I country, Litskins would be the people. I like that. Merry Christmas to you and yours, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. 
Merry Christmas to everybody that, that's around here, dude. Yeah, I appreciate you so much. It's always uh, fun to have you on here. People seem to like you, and, uh, and and we always have a good time. Okay, buddy? Yeah, we always do. Every, nobody. I just want to say I, everybody have a good Merry Christmas. Try not to get any pictures of your BBDs caught on camera for your kids to find years yeah, later. Would, would, yeah, hey, and, and absolutely. Now, is your how, what, how old is Jameson again? The actual, uh, is it like not even a year, right? Right, yeah, he's 10 months, but he's about to have his first little Christmas. Um, he's not going to care. He's like, we, we at that Christmas party that we were at, we tried giving him like a gift to like open and he was like, get that fucking thing out of my oh, face. Yeah. I don't feel like it's, doing yeah, that. They, <laughs> they hate that. Yeah, it's may, <laughs> maybe next year he might know what's up, but oh my God. All right, I gotta go. Daisy's giving uh, Bruce some type of blowjob on the couch. Oh yeah, a little little bestiality. Yeah, there. no big deal. Right, dog cool. on I'll dog. Okay, I'll talk to you. There you go, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Thank you very much, Daisy. Okay, she's not actually licking his peepee. She's licking his leg, but it looks like she was licking his uh, his peepee. It was weird. I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. And here's the deal. Here, here's the deal, Eric Zane. Here's the deal. When she does that, then he he gets agitated, and then before long he'll be humping her. I will end with the asshole of the day after I announce to you that I have a mortgage guy named Mario. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage two three one three three two sixty five zero five. Thank you so much to them for being on board with this show. If you ever need a mortgage, please reach out to Mario. TC Paintball for TC Paintball fun. TC Paintball Love them. Thank you, as always. If you're looking to book a party, reach out to TC Paintball. Wednesday's Little League Day. Basically, uh, you just get the kids in the neighborhood, go to TC Paintball, starts at 5, get there at 4.30. No problem. Then, of course, A&E Heating and Cooling. Get that furnace tuned up by reaching out to A&E Heating and Cooling. 79 bucks all it costs for A&E Heating and Cooling. If you need them for an after-hours service call, 616 616- 516-8579. All right. Despite the technical issues, and I apologize for that, uh, I feel pretty good about it, about the show today. Loving the agars. All right. Asshole of the day. I don't know if we have any. Uh, hmm. Tim Mayer, Maybe. No, he can't be. He just gave me $200. Mike Ball? No. Uh, we're doing the great food giveaway. We've got the agars. The, okay, I, that'll do it. That'll do it. No, not the agars. But it's worth putting out there. The agars ex-contractor is your... Asshole of the day brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. All right. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I will do a show. The good news is a lot of what I was going to talk about today, I will have for tomorrow. So the show's basically written. Same time, hopefully not late. I don't think I will be. I will be right on time at 8 a.m. For the world-famous Eric Zancho podcast Christmas Eve show, it lines up this year that I, there's like no days off for Christmas break um, because they all they both line up on the weekend. So business as usual. I will be skipping the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast this week, though. All right. 
Patreon happens a little bit later on. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And uh, we'll do it up there. Okay. Thank you so much, folks. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.